It's Latopia Daily, the web's first daily bulletin about writing and publishing. And now, here's Peter Cox. Good morning, scribes. It's Tuesday, the 8th of July. Uh, 080708, that's in European notation, of course in American it's 070808, but in European it's a palindromic date. And if that weren't enough to boggle your mind, here's Eve with further fascinating facts about today. Today is the 8th of July and I have something extra special for you. The 8th of July is the 10th anniversary of the very first usage of Google as a verb. In 1998, Larry Page, the founder of Google himself, wrote on a mailing list, have fun and keep Googling. The verb to Google refers to using the search engine to find information on the internet and the American Dialect Society chose to Google as the most useful word of 2002. It was officially added to the Oxford English Dictionary and to the 11th edition of Merriam-Webster Collegiate Dictionary in 2006. Merriam-Webster are adding a ton of new words to their collegiate dictionary according to an article in CNN.com yesterday. There are some really fabulous new ones including a pescatarian, a vegetarian who eats fish, an infinity pool which is an outdoor pool with an edge that makes it look as though the water flows into the horizon and my favourite of all, Mondegreen. Mondegreen has a category all of its own as it describes words mistaken for other words most often in words of songs, and it comes from a Scottish ballad in which the line laid him on the green has been misheard as Lady Mondegreen. Famously, the line from Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix has oft been heard as excuse me while I kiss this guy rather than the sky. I won't sing, <laughs> it isn't pretty. If you Google though, you'll find a ton of sites with lists of hilarious Mondegreens. That's it, more tomorrow. Thank you very much, Eve. And now over to Donna for today's news. Thanks, Peter. The Charlotte Observer reports that an author in prison has had his manuscript confiscated and has been forbidden to write anymore. Victor Martin has been writing since he was a child, but he didn't get his four novels published until he went to prison as an habitual felon. Prison officials say they are simply invoking the policy that he can't conduct business behind bars. They claim the rule is for prison safety and not to punish Mr. Martin. His publisher says they handle all the business end of publishing his novels. All he has to do is write them. So, is writing a novel conducting business? Especially where the publisher claims he hasn't made any money from his writing. The American Civil Liberties Union is stepping in on Mr. Martin's behalf. They want to know what happened to the 310-page manuscript the prison confiscated. Even if he's not allowed to make money from his writing, surely he's allowed to write. Prohibiting a writer from writing is just plain cruel. Fortunately, we have a constitutional prohibition against cruel and unusual punishment. We also have free speech rights for our citizens. If I had to go the rest of my life without writing, I'd just say, shoot me now. Well, just to insert a little comment here, this is one more example of the increasingly authoritarian, in my view, regime that we're all going to end up living in, whether we're British, American, Chinese, or whatever. And, of course, freedom of expression is important to everyone, but particularly so to writers. It's a very good organisation I can recommend called PEN, English PEN. That's all one word, www.englishpen.org. It's founded in 1921 to promote um, freedom of expression for writers, really. They stand up for writers who are being persecuted all around the world. 
and they try to use literature to promote greater understanding between cultures. It's a worthwhile organization, well worth supporting. Webster's has added 100 new words and phrases to the 2008 version of the dictionary, Syracuse.com reports. My personal favorite is Mondegreen, meaning a word or phrase that results from a mishearing of something said or sung. Oh, hold on a minute. We've just heard about this, have we not? Or are my ears deceiving me? No, they're not. <laughs> a clear case of déjà entendu, I believe. Some other new words are pescatarian, meaning a vegetarian who also eats fish, Boo. wingnut, meaning someone who advocates a radical change, mental health day, those days we take off just to refresh ourselves, oh, and yes. air quotes, that gesture we make when we're calling attention to a phrase. Brilliant. So, will last year's vegan sexuals accept the new no. pescatarians? Never. Or will they dismiss them as wingnuts? Absolutely. Yahoo reports that the Daily Candy Lexicon, words that don't exist but should, was just released. Some words they suggest that I liked are drimming, a verb, meaning drunk instant messaging, postmodem, a noun, is the freakout you experience when your internet goes dead, and scum, S-C-U-M, an acronym, is a self-centered urban male. I'm not sure about the last one, though. Seems a bit redundant. Those are the headlines for today, Peter. Links to these and other stories can be found in the Write Report. I hope all our listeners have a terrific Writing Tuesday. Wait a minute. Self-centered urban male? A bit redundant, did you say, Donna? Do I detect a, a whiff of sarcasm there by any chance? Hmm? Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Eve. Thank you very much, Donna. Uh, all the links that Donna mentioned on her website, writereport.blogspot.com. Show notes, as always, on our uh, podcast website, which is podcast.litopia.com. But there's a link through from the main Litopia website, of course, which is www.litopia.com. Another memorable issue, I'd say, of Litopia Daily, full of fascinating facts to enrich your writing life. Um, look forward to being back with you again, same time, tomorrow. Catch Litopia Daily five days a week from www.litopia.com.